Hey, welcome back to the Get Right Show. My name is Jamal. I am your host. I appreciate you downloading the podcast off of iTunes. Um, thanks for following on Twitter. Shout out to the guys on Twitter. Um, I, I, I I feel bad having to come to you guys again, leading off with the same thing that I pretty much let off the show with last week. Uh, debt ceiling still not raised. The kids in Washington have not decided to play nice. Um, not decided to get along and here we are for the umpteenth week dealing with the same thing the debt limit not being raised and pretty much looking like idiots around the world because the big bad United States cannot get their financial house in order it is a sad sad thing that's playing out in Washington right now and it it goes to both sides Republicans Democrats you, you just you're not getting the job done, and you're pretty much letting down the American people. For a group of people who walk around uh, pretty much reciting the Constitution and, and, and talking about how you pretty much are in tune with what the American people want, with, uh, with, with our needs, and what just listening to us, you're not getting it done. And mind you, mind you, you're, you're, you're tackling a situation that is not high on Americans agenda right now right now we're worried about jobs so in our minds we're sort of like okay deal with this and then get to the important stuff and you guys can't even get past that it's a sad sad thing but I really hope you guys had a good week since I last talked to you um, again I appreciate you coming back we got some stuff to get into um, I saw Tim Pawlenty on on Meet the Press or I guess they changed the name to Meet the Candidate I guess they're trying maybe they're going to go through everybody trying to give you an idea a rundown of these uh, uh, Republican candidates for president um, I got Michelle Bachman uh, I want to touch on her a little bit I don't know what it is about this woman but I swear to God I feel like me and her we are on different planets and it it's it's weird because I feel like by listening to her, I feel like I'm the person she's talking to because she she it's almost like she she separates people in class. Like I feel like she's talking to Americans. She makes it very clear that she's speaking to Americans. She's speaking to the the liberty loving people, you know. But every time I hear her speak, I just I I can't help wondering to myself like what the heck did you did she just say it's almost like when you're in school and you and you have um, a reading test and you have to read a passage and then you have to answer questions about the passage sometimes you find yourself going back reading the passage to better help you answer the question that's how i feel like with with um with michelle bachman i feel like i mean she just leaves me wondering like what in the world but again uh i was listening to her here and she got up there had a press conference talking about her um, her ideas about the debt ceiling, and it concerns me a little bit because of what she's trying, what she's saying. Now, it's a good talking point. It sounds good. Most of Americans can sort of relate to it, but when you really think about it, it it concerns me a little bit. And, and I'll tell you why. Listen to this: that if Congress fails to raise the debt ceiling by two and a half trillion dollars that somehow the United States will go into default and we will lose the full faith and credit of the United States. That is simply not true. It's important to recognize that revenues to continue to come in to the United States Treasury. It's merely the President's obligation and the Congress's to make sure that the interest is paid on the debt. Okay, now there's a couple of things that she said right there that I want to touch on. First of all, first she's trying to calm fears of this whole 
um, we just pay the interest on our on our on our debt and we'll be okay just pay the interest and pretty much you don't have to worry about the debt ceiling but what I thought was interesting in that one of the things I thought was interesting in that piece is that she said that the the Treasury will continue to get revenue so all we have to really worry about is pay, is paying the interest because the Treasury will, will continue to make money okay now think about this for a second she's trying to calm fears telling people that hey the Treasury will still be making money and all we have to worry about is that it's the the interest that sounds good that's a great talking point Americans can identify with that a lot of Americans are in debt right now they got credit cards they've they've spent the money they bought whatever and now that a lot of them are making the minimum payment just paying the interest not the principal they got it but ask them how long does it take to pay off that whatever it is you know it takes a long time so essentially you're doing you're going against what the other republicans are talking about and kicking the can down the road because now if you just start paying interest on the debt then you're not taking care of the debt that's the whole fight right now in washington is to take care of the debt and if you're just taking care of the interest you're not taking care of the principal which means you're kicking the can down the road which means how do you hammer somebody on kicking the can down the road when essentially your idea is to do that second point I want to make she says this idea that the Treasury will continue to make money so that's how we're going to pay the interest now let me ask you a question how do you have this platform don't worry the Treasury will make money to continue to pay interest at the very same time you have the platform of the way this economy works being mrs uh, tax expert whatever you want to call yourself the way the economy gets going again is to lower taxes now in my mind and which I believe to be is correct because I'm correct <laughs> is the Treasury makes money off of taxes do not worry because the Treasury is going to make money continue to make money enough to pay the interest but also what I want to do is lower taxes so I lessen the amount of money that the Treasury takes in but don't worry we'll still pay the interest all the while at the same time in the same fight this whole deal is lowering taxes right so I want to lower that in lower the income basically but yet don't worry about paying does that make sense to me it doesn't it makes absolutely no sense and it continues to drive that idea of what I think about Michelle Bachman is that she's just crazy I think she just says stuff just to hear herself talk when she has these press conferences and stuff it's just it's all just to hear just to hear her talk because it makes no sense now they they are hammering the president right now because he came out in an interview I think I forget who it was but he was talking about I can't guarantee the Social Security checks will go out uh, if the government if if Washington basically defaults on the on the debt I think he was now I think that was a little what they call fear-mongering I believe he's sort of engaged in that a little bit because he can choose like say for instance okay boom you start the government just defaults you you still have cash on hand you can decide where you where you allocate that money to so social security can get paid uh if you wanted to so i mean i think again he's just politics there just it's sad but i mean this that's washington right that's what they tell you um but 
Michelle ba- Michelle Bachman's idea of just paying the interest is just it's so far ludicrous. And then you have the nerves to call tell the president you need to be honest with the American people. I mean, it, when I heard it, I was just like, really? In the same in the same speech, it's like really. And I call on the president and the Treasury Secretary to tell the truth to the American people. Not again. Um, depending on what planet you're talking, what you're living on, if you're lowering the amount of money with lowering taxes, lowering the amount of money going into the treasury, and then you're telling the American people, don't worry about, don't worry about the debt because the treasury can afford to pay stuff. To me, that just, it just doesn't go, it doesn't go together. And I think that's the reason why I think this woman will never be president. Um, now I, I try to be fair, try to take on all, I, I call BS where I see it. And to me, that's a bunch of BS. Nobody can explain to me. No one will be able to explain to me how cutting taxes means they have enough money to pay stuff. It, it just doesn't work out. Um, and, and I, I think that's why it, it amazes me how when people insert themselves into the spotlight. Now, Michelle Michelle Bachman's been around for a long time. Uh, somehow she got caught up in this new, not some, she's a fresh new Tea Party candidate now. Uh, Tea Party's been around a long time. Remember Boston and all that stuff, right? And somehow she's, like I said, she's part of this whole new Tea Party class. I don't know what you want to call it. But the, the, the way she's approaching things, like I said, it sounds good, but it's, it's, it, it doesn't make sense. And it's probably no surprise that what also doesn't make sense is the fact that her husband, uh, I know you guys have heard about this, he's he's on undercover tape has come out where he apparently knows how to cure gay people. Uh, being gay is a choice. And I guess through the miracle of God, he can cure people um, or at least set you on the right path. Um, people like that, I mean, the, like people... Two people like that need each other, you know, they're made for each other. And I guess that's why they're together. You got one person talking out of the side of their mouth that's supposed supposed to be some tax expert. And that's the kind of stuff you're offering to take care of stuff, essentially kicking the cans down the road. Uh, And then you're married to someone who's curing gay people because being gay is a choice. I mean, (laughs) and yet. This is supposed to be someone we can look at who, I guess, how would that work? Sort of like uh, Alaska, she's the uh, commander-in-chief and he's the first dude. I mean, not not that I could never see a woman in the, in the, in the Oval Office. I mean, I really thought I was really kind of going for Hillary Clinton there. I mean, um, I do not believe one day it's going to happen. But this lady, uh, along with Sarah Palin, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen. Um, and I think more evidence of that is that I don't know if you heard about the pledge that she signed that she sort of had to retract a little bit about a, a marriage between a man and a woman. Um, it also turned out that it had other stuff in there uh, as far as like I think it said like black kids would be uh, better off being born under slavery. Uh, as opposed to being born under Barack Obama's administration, uh, because it had a better chance, they had a better chance of being in a in a in a two-parent home, a, a mom and a dad. Uh, but mind you, in slavery times, it, uh, being married, black people being married, wasn't even recognized, and it often wasn't the case. Uh, 
black men were were prized people because i mean they were used in the fields and stuff like that i mean all slaves were used men and women but you know there was a value, there was a premium on black men uh so often the the little boys were taken and and i mean they were all separated i mean it was just, it just she claimed she didn't she claimed she didn't read the deal although the slavery part had a footnote on the front page but she claimed she didn't see it uh my my issue with that tying it into the whole not really ready to be president is that she has staffers everyone was talking about she should have had her staffer read it maybe it just came in from an organization that they trusted and they just sent it on and didn't really read it and she signed it blah 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 my whole deal is that along with again the whole tax deal is that if you are signing documents and, and putting your name on deals that you are not even reading, you you have an organization with staffers or whoever that can't even catch this stuff, and you want to be president, you I mean you 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 the same people, especially Michelle Bachman, they sit there and they criticize the president for all this stuff that I, for all his flaws and whatever they want to call him out on, but. These people are vying for the same job, and yet, like I say, you can't even you can't even read a document that you're signed that you're pledging to. You know what I mean? It's like I don't know. I'm up against a break here, but when we come back, I'm gonna get into some Tim Pawlenty deal because this guy's a little suspect too. You're listening to the Get Right Show. We're almost three years into this administration. President Obama should look in the mirror to see who's to blame for the economy in its current state. And it's not doing well. You are absolutely right, Mr. Pawlenty. The economy is not doing well. And since President Obama is refusing to take any Republican ideas, what idea would you have to help get this economy going? What do you think we should be doing right about now? Cutting taxes. But wait, don't we have the lowest taxes that we've had in a long time? And aren't the current Bush tax cuts still in effect? Uh, don't know if that'll work. What else do you got? Shrinking government. Ooh, I don't know if that'll work either. Because you see, we have these job reports that come out. Um, and the private sector, although slow... Uh, it, it's growing, you know, it's always a positive number. But the public sector, you know, those government jobs, that government stuff, it's always on the decline. So I don't know if that's going to work because technically our government is shrinking by the, by the sheer size of it. Uh, maybe you're talking about regulations. Maybe you're talking about the things that they're sort of like the regulations that the, our government is putting in effect to regulate business. Um, so we sort of elect our officials. We send them to Washington to sort of look out for our best interests, right? So when I ask you this question, what should we be doing? I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question, but you, you sort of take it where you want it. What do you think? If I said we should be doing what? What, what comes to mind? Like, finish that for me. We should be doing the things that the job providers say would actually make a difference. A difference, huh? Hmm. So you think we ought to be listening to the people who are worried about the bottom line and not worried about our best interests? 
those are the guys that we should be listening to 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 sort of get them going again. Um, I, 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 I don't think so. Basically, we've given them the tax breaks that you said would help them. We'll take away some uncertainty. That would the uncertainty was the taxes. Remember your argument saying that these businesses are not creating jobs because they don't know what the tax is going to be in the coming year. Remember all that. So Barack Obama made him the Bush slash Obama tax cuts. He extended them for you. They didn't really start hiring. And then you say, okay, well, maybe we need to shrink government. Well, our government is shrinking in sure size. The regulate, maybe you want the regulations, you know, I guess I guess Barack Obama is not pro-business. You know, I found it interesting that um, I saw some of the money, the the money reports that your, your, your party's candidate, you having, I think, what, $4 million you raised in your, your, your candidacy for president. Um, I think the highest was maybe Mitt Romney in 23. Um, but interesting thing, I saw that Barack Obama had 80, I think it was like 83, $84 million. So he sort of trumped all of you guys sort of combined. Um, I don't think all that money's coming from the private sector. I think a lot of that may be coming from the public sector. If Obama was not pro-business and if his policies are just suffocating our job creators in this country then why does it seem that the business sector is donating heavily to his campaign to his re-election campaign that strikes me as odd but you know what don't answer that what I want you to answer is answer this for me since maybe it's just I'll take your word for it it's the uncertainty it's Barack Obama his policy the way he's he's not effective in in, in operating government and running government right he's just not effective um, I mean look at let I me mean, look at now in the debt ceiling you know we need some simple thing done and the president is not showing leadership he's not he's not allowing government to function you know government needs to function uh, well in order for things to work right um, so given that you believe that once your record in Minnesota gets out uh, why don't you let, I mean tell the business if you had an opportunity to talk to the business community right now and the leaders then you, tell them how you effectively ran your government in Minnesota I was the first governor in Minnesota's history to shut down the government I set a record for vetoes wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute you you shut down the government and you vetoed a lot of stuff right that's not government working that's wait a minute isn't that would be that would have a lot of people just dealing with uncertainty right so why are we choosing you again it it, it <laughs> Really? Well, okay, wait, wait, wait. Let's, let's switch gears here. Let's switch gears here. Maybe, maybe you know, there's a lot of talk about um, Michelle Obama's, uh, Michelle Obama, uh, <laughs> Michelle Bachman's husband. You know, he's uh, apparently he can cure gays. And, you know, despite the science, I know your party, the Republican Party, doesn't really believe in climate change or um, uh, global warming, you know, despite what the scientists say. But here's something a little more s simple, less complex. How about gay people being gay? Is it a choice? Is it is it something you see that they can be cured from? Would you send them to Michelle Bachman's husband? Would you do that? Or what do you think? Well, the science in that regard is in dispute. 
Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know if I heard you right. Uh, for a second there, I thought you were referencing scientists. Um, I thought you guys stopped uh, using those guys as uh, resources. Um, so, I mean, it's it. I guess it's sort of a very simple, simple thing. I mean, either I mean, some people think it's a behavioral deal, like you know, people just act that way. Uh, it could be genetic. Some people think that they they don't have a choice; that they're just born that way. You know, you're big on the whole Lady Gaga deal, right? But um. I mean, I just, I just want to know. Do you think it's genetic, or do you think it's, uh, it's just a behavior? To, I mean, people just like, you know, they're just like that. I mean, what do you think? I mean, um, what is it? There's no scientific conclusion that it's genetic. We don't know that. Uh, so we don't know to what extent, you know, it's behavioral, and uh, that's something that's been debated by scientists for a long time. But as I understand the science, there's no current conclusion that it's genetic. Well, okay, I'll I'll put it like this. Anybody who thinks that being gay is a choice is stupid. So the correct answer is being gay is not a choice. I mean, people doesn't they they don't choose the they don't wake up and say, you know, I, I think I'm just gonna start dating guys or I think I'm just gonna go after girls. You know, they it's not a choice. It, you don't need a scientist to figure it out. I'm I'll tell you the answer right now. It's it's not a choice. Okay, so forget the scientists, forget, you know, you guys are good at that. So it's not a choice. So but so I, maybe that was just a little bit out of your out of your out of your uh, expertise. Let's bring it back to the to the debt deal with with Barack Obama. Maybe that's something you can handle, you know, um, when it comes to our debt and when it comes to spending and Barack Obama, sum that up for me. When President Bush left office, the deficit was around 500 billion a year or so. And now it's 1.5 trillion or so. So President Obama has tripled it when he promised to cut it in half. You know what? He did make that promise. And you're absolutely right about that. But I wish you guys would stop repeating that. Because what you failed to leave out is Bush did not include the wars on his books. Barack Obama did. Okay? Say it with me. Bush did not. Barack Obama did. Okay? So of course they're going to be you know what i'm i'm pretty much done talking to you because on that note it's just just give the people i mean you're 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 not really known give the people an idea sort of like what would you want them how would you want people to remember you about just just maybe name recognition maybe just something what when when some when i think about blank I think about Tim Pawlenty. What would be your answer to that? President uh, Reagan. You know what? Typical. It's the Get Right Show. this bill was written. Can you say it was done openly? With transparency and accountability? Without backroom deals and struck behind closed doors? Hidden from the people? Hell no, you can't! <laughs> now, we all remember that. Of course, that was John Boehner on the floor of the House. This was during the uh, the health care debate. Um, 
the famous hell no you can't um i bring this up for this particular reason um right now we currently have um we currently have our debt problem our debt ceiling issue in washington and i just wanted to remind the speaker that as much as you politicize stuff and as much as you guys uh, engage in politics the very same thing that you are on the house floor criticizing you are now actively engaged in in backroom deals to figure out a bill to figure out a way to get something passed um, that sort of works for the American people no we don't know what's going on in the in the meetings no you guys uh, won't tell us um, will we ever find out? Is it taking a, a, a insane amount of time? Yes, it is. But again, the very same thing you criticize, you are actively engaged in. And I just think it just it just goes to show uh, people that I mean, these people that we send to Washington, um, I believe sort of need to have their head examined because uh, just the things that they engage in, it's just it's blatantly obvious and it's pretty sad but um another thing i want to say is too um tim plenty had a point um barack obama did promise to cut the deficit in half in his term as president um he should have factored in sort of like what i was talking about about um michelle bachman as far as signing a pledge and sort of you got to sort of like I sort of gauge that to like if you can't even handle that at this level of your um, public office, how can you handle everything on a presidential level? It's sort of the same thing with Barack Obama. It's like, dude, you should have taken account before you started sh spouting off at the mouth, uh, all making all these promises and stuff. You should have taken account that um, everybody knew that the wars were not on the books. And you, I don't know when you decided to do that, but you should have took that into account uh, going into before you started telling everybody that you were going to uh, you were going to cut the deficit in half. Um, you, I mean, you had to factor in the war. You had to factor in the wars because we were actively engaged in them. So whether you were going to put them on the books or not, you did promise us you would cut them. I mean, Tim Pawlenty is right when he says that, and that's something you have not delivered on. Um, and I know it's probably too. I mean, it's it's like you're. I mean, you're already in full campaign re-election mode, so it's probably not going to happen during this term if you are elected to another term. Um, at the rate things are going now, because you what you also did as a candidate. Um, Mr. Obama is you promise that the 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 politics and the the this this rhetoric and the, and these guys the Republicans and the the Democrats sort of uh just going at it and being so I don't know just I call it ineffective but you you promise that it will be less of this you you the partisan um um just engaging in partisan in, in partisan politics you promised that it would be less of this you said that you were a different type of president and yet i see you on tv holding press conferences pretty much just chastising that the republican party is just you said you were going to be different and in a lot of ways we can criticize you on a lot of things um 
but a lot of the things we criticize you on are stuff you've you're you're you're, you're at least you're doing but we may not agree like with with don't ask don't tell i mean you come out um sort of supporting or trying to uh stay the decision to get rid of it like immediately you wanted to stay in effect a few more months it's like why would you put up that fight to get rid of don't ask don't tell well then you turn around and you you try to keep it in place for a few more months just i don't know why like the point is there's a lot of places we can criticize you on there's a lot of things that uh people who elected you or people who supported you or just you just happen to be our president i mean whether you're for whether who like a republican whether they're for you or against you you are their president and there's a lot of areas where we can criticize you on but stuff like this stuff that we didn't initiate stuff that you told us you would do and that you are not doing i think that's shame on you um, I think that shows someone who overpromised a lot of things, um, and what you do is you set people up. When I mean, when you and when 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 our Congress is like this, if like this is our reality right now, this is what we have to deal with as a country. Our politics right now are basically like poison. And if these are the things that we dealt with for a while before you came into the picture and then you step into the picture and you promise a whole dip, different atmosphere. And not only is it uh, pretty much the same, it's almost worse since you've been in office with the with the games, the going back and forth. And when you hear about the number of bills that are stuck in the Senate that I mean, in the House passed with unanimous votes or or it just with overwhelming majorities and stuff that's just sitting there in the Senate and uh, stuff that we can't even get like, for instance, I don't know if I don't know about you guys, if you guys seen the uh, the ABC News piece that came out on the presidential coins the fact that each president they're going in order the fed is going in order basically because a few years ago congress thought that there would be some mass um what do you want to call it some mass uh craving i guess that the people would just like us americans or wherever we're just going to crave these dollar one dollar uh coin pieces with the president with the president from the first president all the way up to the current president and so they're printing these things out like like clockwork and they're basically building a storage in dallas they said because nobody wants them and this is all at the cost of taxpayers and it, it because it's a law that they have to do it congress passes into law that the fed do this so as we know, as I can sit here and tell you right now that there's not a market for these coins. These coins are being printed right now. And last, I think the number they said was like $2 billion total or something. Just going to be sitting in storage in coins because there's not a market for them. Our, our fight right now, whether you're a Republican or whether you're a Democrat, the fight right now is that we need to get our physical house in order. That's something that should get, should have a lot of bipartisanship, that there should be a, a clean bill issued right now to the Fed stop printing the coins. Just straight up, just stop. We are so worried about what we're spending and what we're giving to oil company. I mean, Democrats like to use that in all oh, my corporate jets. I mean, they, they're trying to get what? They're trying to get every American in the country to hate corporate jets and me personally i would love to have a corporate jet i don't care what premium i would have to pay if i had the money i'd pay it but that's just me 
But I mean seriously I mean that's the politics now You want us to hate CEOs and, and corporate jets and stuff like that I gotta tell you CEOs are the one I mean I work for I work for a living and my company has a CEO My company has to be uh, It's pretty much in, in, in all 50 states I'm pretty sure he's a busy man I see him on the website I keep up with him I track him I don't hate the guy The guy's actually running the company that's paying me money Like what I mean, do I? I mean, do I care if he's giving? I mean, I sign up for the company for a wage. I say, okay, I agree to work here for this amount of money. Okay, do I want a little more money? Yeah. Does it anger me when you when you see that they're going to like all the places they spend their they do their meetings, quote unquote, and where they're flying to and this and that? It doesn't make me no difference because that's almost like a world outside of my world. But Democrats would have you believe that these guys are just the worst people in the world now in certain cases i do believe that when i look at like the oil spill and stuff like that as far as what happened um i think that that those guys spending all still getting bonuses and stuff when you can't even figure out how to clean up the water down there uh when you see the exxon spill right now where it sort of i think i saw it on the rachel metal show where she made a comment like the most profitable company uh, that the that the this country's ever seen, uh, their their cleanup deal was basically the buoy deals that they've been using for years, and literally they had huge paper towels out there trying to clean up oil. Like I mean, you got all that money and you can't figure all this time you're supposed to be invested in savings, and yet you're 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 vacationing here and giving out bonuses there, and yet you can't even. I mean now. Don't get me wrong. I mean, Democrats are have you believe you get one spill and oh, my God, we need to shut down, shut down drilling everywhere. You know, and I saw a Republican make a great point like that's an accident. Accidents happen whenever you whenever you um, you engage in stuff or you try to think big and you're trying to make money. Accidents will happen. And there was a Democrat there saying, you know, oh, my God, you call that an accident. Look at that. That was the worst uh, environmental deal that's happened in this country, blah, blah, blah. And I got that made me think. And I'm, I'm thinking, like, did we stop going to space when everyone sat there and watched that shuttle explode over uh, what's it, Florida or wherever it was at? Did we stop going to space? You know, I mean, we don't stop doing things because we have an accident. What we should be doing is trying to do things better, you know, try to figure out, okay, how do we avoid this, uh, this time? Like we learn, you know, try to learn your lesson. But as we can clearly see with the, like the oil companies, although they're two isolated incidents, the Exxon spill now that's happening and, uh, the one before in the Gulf, I mean, that, I mean, just because of those, I don't believe we shut down, we shut down drilling. But it is the responsibility and Republicans, you guys believe in self-responsibility and stuff like that. Please, I mean, I, it's not happening. But once the Gulf happened, I mean, even before the Gulf, but once the Gulf happened, every oil company should have been looking at their 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 safety uh, measurements and trying to figure out how do we avoid this? How And if it does happen, God forbid it does happen again. How can we be more effective to to fix it? And as we see, even after that crisis, they still don't know how to do it. So people, I mean, we can sit here and go back and forth about regulations and Republicans that have you think regulations is just killing the, the, the business market of this country. 
I mean, in some cases, we just need regulations. I mean, I've I've seen Democrats argue the fact that I mean, I like to go to the supermarket and buy food and have a reasonable expectation that this stuff is being is being inspected and it's being checked out and it's healthy. I mean, people don't really think about that. I think when they talk about like getting rid of the EPA or defunding it some or or just getting rid of regulations. Regulations are just. They're things we have, and they're they, they're in place for a reason. Now, sometimes, I mean, it just goes too far. People overreact, but that's where I think our Congress comes in at. It's like I've always said. I mean, bills and laws are not final, just like the Constitution. It's an evolving deal. If you put a regulation in place, and then it comes to find out that wait a minute, it, it's actually doing more harm than better. Work on something, revise it. You know, change it up. I mean. That's what these elected officials officials are there for. But it seems that we get lost in the politics and whether you're on the right or you're on the left, it just it, it becomes a gridlock and we don't get anything done. And at the end of the day, the, the American people suffer for that. And this country suffers for that. And I don't know when we're going to figure that out. Uh, you know what I mean? I mean, I personally think everybody needs to in everybody in Washington needs to be cleaned out, start over new and have term limits um, just to just to keep it, keep it going. Maybe that would inspire people to actually work and actually do what they need to do, because say, for instance, if I say, for instance, I make it to the NBA, right, or the NFL, the average NFL life is what I think like three or four years. Right. So a, a lot of people are not blessed to be like a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning to have over 10, 12 years of worth of, of success. So basically what I would do when knowing having this information, when I would make it when, on, upon making it to the NFL, I would try to make it the most memorable time. Ever. I would try to do as much. I would try to tackle as much. I would try to score as many touchdowns as I, if, as I can because it's not promised to me. I think that's sort of what term limits do. When you know you're in a safe district, when you know that you that you that the chances of you being reelected is very high, then you tend to sort of get relaxed and complacent a little bit. And I don't think you're as effective as you should be. And I think when that happens, you get people like Barack Obama, who was a senator who came in making all these promises. And now we're seeing it's just falling a little bit short on it. Um, it's it's it, I don't know when we'll learn our lesson. I don't know uh, if it will be in my lifetime um, to take the famous uh, the famous uh, saying, uh, if it's going to be in my kid's lifetime or my kids or my grandkids, you know, it's always the kids and the grandkids in Washington. It's it's weird that they spend so much time worried about people who are not even sort of dealing. It's sort of like when when Paul Ryan came out with his plan talking about um, only 55. It's the 55 and lower plan. Anybody 55 or above will not be affected by my plan. And I thought to myself, there they go again, talking about the people yet. Like, it doesn't affect young people. And I thought to myself, how can you say it doesn't affect people under 55? Because I'm under 55 right now, and I am currently paying into that very system, into that very program. But yet, when I get there, you're, you've changed it. You, it's not going to be there for me. So how am I not affected with that? Even if, I, okay, you can say, well, I'm not in it right now. I don't really care. Then stop taking my money right now. 
it is affecting me. You're taking my money from it. You see, it just I can I can go on and on and on about that Ryan plan, but it it we we've got to get to a point in our politics and in our hearts that we we won't we won't stand for this anymore. I mean, if you're really going to do right by the American people, really do right by the American people. It's it's it, we're tired of losing out like this. I mean, I know a lot of people share my frustration. I talk to the people all the time on Twitter and 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 it's 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 bad out there. I mean, it's we really literally uh, we we expect younger kids to act more professional, are are just more mature than this. You know, it's 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 a sad sad thing that's playing out right before our country's eyes, and not even just this country. It's playing out in the world's eye, and I think it's a it's not a stain on this country, but it's it's sort of like a black eye. It's gonna heal, but it's a black eye. It looks bad. It looks bad for the moment. You know, it's probably changing some colors and stuff like that, but. Um, it, it's it's bad it, it, it's, but this is but you know what as much as you can point out what's wrong with this country I mean I wouldn't change it for the world this is America everybody still wants to be here um, I think right now I honestly think that a lot of people are still quick to throw America and America's number one and blah 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 I think as long as China is more technically advanced than us I mean I just saw I just saw a um, a report saying that the Pentagon was hacked and somebody stole some secret files, uh, giving away some art. I guess with, I guess showing some of our technology and uh, sort of like our flying capability and our listening, our sort of like listening in on our um, on conversations and stuff capabilities. Uh, I mean, there's there's competition out there, and if in education and as far as just being smart. Uh, we are we are we are in the middle of the pack, so I think this idea that America's this number one grand country, which we it it is to an extent. If we wanna if we wanna truly be number one, we need to get on our we need to get, we need to get on the ball, people. We need to and and I think again that starts with demanding more from these politicians. I mean I think like people like Eric Cantor. Um, people like the Democrats in Washington, when there's a job, uh, not not Washington, the Democrats in uh, Wisconsin, when there's a job to do, when there's a job facing the American people, um, and you walk out like Eric Cantor just walked out of the meetings, I, I personally don't believe you deserve, an, like uh, sort of like Harry Reid said, doesn't deserve a seat back at the table. In my mind, that's giving up. You've given up on the people, and you walked out so you, because you want to throw a tantrum because. The American people voted, put you in like in, in Wisconsin. They, they put the Democrats in, but they didn't put enough of you in to stop what the guy was trying to do, what Walker was trying to do. So you leave, you go to Illinois. I mean, they didn't. nobody elected you in Illinois. They elected you in Wisconsin. So you stay and do, I mean, even, I mean, that's what government is, okay? He passes a lot of stuff that you don't like, okay? Do what you need to do. Earn the earn the trust back of the American people of the of the Wisconsinites, and maybe just maybe they'll put enough of you in there to sort of redo the stuff. That's government. That's our politics. That's how it's supposed to work. But I think we've lost track of that, and I think this current crop of uh, of politicians that we have in Washington, we've and and really across the country, um, I think they're they're they've lost that. They've lost that idea. Um, this country is is still great, 
and it's it's it in my mind it's always going to be great and i hope it continues on like that um but <laughs> but to switch gears here a little bit um you you kind of wonder you, the greatness is sort of called into question when the whole situation again with the the Casey Anthony i bring her up because today she she's released she's free our justice system our great american justice system at work uh again again if if you missed it my view is that at, at the very least she should have been uh convicted of manslaughter uh or not not manslaughter but aggravated child abuse um at the very least but i digress from that um i guess my point really of bringing this lady up other than the fact that she's free and she walked out and um uh, I guess he, one thing I saw when I did see the video of her leaving the lady first of all the lady has no money I'm assuming because she didn't have a job uh, and all she did was party so I know she has no money somehow and I know they did a little like pro bono stuff but somehow she got some of the top lawyers outside of bias some of the top defense lawyers in the state of Florida so she got a really good defense team um, so and that carried on for three what three plus years um, and when she walked out of this jail there was I mean you would think that there was a uh, uh, one of someone from the like uh, the president or somebody was was in that building so much security they had stuff blocked off they even had cops on horses they had cops with machine guns bulletproof vests just to just to get this woman out the door, and I'm thinking to myself, for someone who has caused so much. Now I'm not going. I'm not because our justice system is what it is. I'm not going to say that she killed the little girl. So I'm not going to say this woman that killed this little girl. But a woman who has caused with her lies and stuff so much in 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 just her in just a few short years, the last couple of years. Look how much money she has cost the state of Florida. Who is going to pay for this? Like all those cops out there right now at that jail, who pays for that? The the city or the state of Florida, really? And and we're in a time where we're talking about the the American like America's broke, really. And 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 we got this. But again, I'm I'm. Let me let me go back. I got my. Uh, my son, they're telling me buzzing in right now. <laughs> Don't go into that topic. We've been debating that freaking like all for the last couple of days. Um, but my point of bringing it up was what what I got to say, what I got to criticize uh, Florida officials and the guys down there in Florida on is the fact that they are not charging. They are not charging Cindy Anthony, the mother of this girl, for perjury for outright lying on the stand. So the fact that they are not doing that is a shame. And I talked earlier about this being stuff being a black eye on America. This is actually a stain on the state of Florida. When you come out and you say that you are not interesting, you are not interested in pursuing a perjury trial because it's going to look quote in vindictive because they couldn't get the daughter. So it looks like they're going after the mother. What you're essentially saying is that laws don't matter. That you can, people can pick and choose when they when they want to follow the law or not. So basically, like if I'm in the state of Florida, I can go and I can go steal a car. And when they catch me, they tell me, you know, this is wrong. So we're going to arrest you. And I'm going to say, well, 
you can sort of overlook it now. And I mean, I didn't think it was wrong this time, you know. So maybe next, it's like if it, they're gonna tell me if it's wrong, it's wrong. If 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 I steal a car today, tomorrow, the next day, no matter when, I'm gonna go to jail because that's the law. Well, the law is also the law also says that you can't lie under knowingly lie under oath. And that's exactly what this woman did. And so the, the the decision not to prosecute this guy, I don't I don't care if he, if it does look vindictive. Someone broke the law openly on Nash. The, the 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 country saw someone basically get up there and lie. And the sad part about it is, I think lies basically got this girl off off on her murder trial. Lies basically got her off. And now to actually have lies continue to get people out of trouble I thought lying was supposed to get you into trouble but the state of Florida has just proven that lies can essentially still get you out of trouble yeah I guess it's apparently it works the opposite way in, in Florida and that's just a, it's a sad sad situation that's just I mean the, the lady should have been the lady should have been convicted you have proof you have actual proof that she lied under oath and uh, you're doing nothing about it I mean People, I mean, one would think, what is this country coming to? What is this country coming to? Um, but I got to say, we're coming up to the end of the show. Uh, I appreciate you guys tuning back in, downloading this podcast. I appreciate the support. I'm seeing you guys on Twitter. Uh, I'm enjoying the conversations. Uh, I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Um, um, I, 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 my vision for the my vision for this show is not quite there yet. I'm still I'm taking a lot of uh, advice. Um, uh, I know what I want to do is get my opinions across and sort of engage. I like having dialogue, and that's why I'm always on the Twitter. Um, but um, I I I got to get back on the blogs as much as I should. Uh, I got other people that are that are going to. There's two other people included in the blog now, but uh, those were some of the same guys that went to the uh went to the other show that we were doing i came back and now it's sort of like a brand new team uh so um we got to get those guys are still contributors on it but the, technically right now they're not doing it i got some other people in the works that are going to get affiliated with it so the blog will be up put it, we're basically like starting over from scratch so again my vision is not quite clear what I want to do. I know I want to talk. I know I want to have dialogue. We're actually even thinking about bringing in a co-host um, to sort of so you can actually have that that live sort of interaction with someone uh, instead of looking at people through a glass and, and sort of try to gauge reactions on uh, how they're taking what you're saying. Um, but uh, or like you see just now people buzzing in. Not, don't even go there. We talked about don't even go there. Uh, but um, follow us on Twitter. You can always you can always interact with us on Twitter. Um, Get right show, uh, look us up again. I mean, if you're listening to me now, you know, go to iTunes, spread the word. Go to iTunes, uh, download us, uh, listen to us at work or right there. It doesn't matter. Just I guess just um, we. I'm just again a guy who cares about the country and sick and tired of all the BS. Sick and tired of all the BS. Um, there's a couple of stories I need. I want to follow up with next week. Uh, hopefully by then this debt ceiling deal should be taken care of. Less coverage of Casey Anthony. You know what? I'll make a pledge right now. <laughs> I'm like Michelle uh, Bachman. I'm gonna make a pledge right now that Casey, unless something else big, and let's um, at this point it'll be something negative, and unless something big happens, um, 
than uh, like outside of her getting shot or some God forbid. I'm not. I don't wish anything bad on anybody, but it'd have to be some breaking news for me to mention that name again. So Casey Anthony Dunn, um, asterisk there um, in case something happens. Um, and the debt ceiling. I'm sick and tired of talking about the debt ceiling, but it's a deal that's dominating the news. And with the, the games that, that are going back and forth, I'd rather be talking about what we're doing about jobs. But the fact is, nobody's doing anything about jobs. Uh, so there's a lot of things in poli- in politics right now that I'd like to be talking about. But um, it's just this debt ceiling is just pretty much sucking the air out of any conversation. But uh, make sure you guys follow us on Twitter. Look forward to seeing you guys um, or talking to you guys next week. Uh, should be... Uh, Hopefully, it should, with the news right, with the way things are right now, it's frustrating for for a host of a show because you're sort of tied to what's going on. And uh, I'd rather broaden the horizon, but or broaden the uh, the uh, input or the 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 scope of the show. I'd rather broaden it a little bit, but it's just tough to do when you got kids running the country. So. Um, again, I appreciate you guys downloading the podcast. My name is Jamal Allen, the host, the Get Right Show. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Appreciate you listening.